Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Hello, Gotham. Joker's back in town. I'm not wearing hockey pants. And now you're listening to the new and improved Outside the Comics Volume 2 podcast with your host, Alfred. No! What is going on, OTC listeners? Another episode of Outside the Comics Volume 2 podcast is in your life today. We are back on episode 96. Only four more until episode 100. Woo-hoo! Episode 100 it is arriving. It's coming. It's coming. The red capes are coming. The red capes are coming. I, I can't do Jesse Eisenberg. <laughs> I hope you guys had a fantastic weekend. I know the NFL teams has been going on. I know UFC has come back. I know so much shit has came back. And now we look forward towards the future. And towards the future, episode 100th will be arriving in just a couple of weeks. And the fact that there will be much more changes that will go on with the podcast. I wouldn't say much more, but maybe just a few more things. Trying to get it monetized. Trying to see if I can, you know, go more national for people to listen and observe and review. More connectivity to the masses. You know, things like that. And who knows, maybe there might be a couple of new jingles. Maybe there could be a new transition. Maybe the intro doesn't have to be so long. Maybe we can have more guests. Maybe, oh, there are tons of ideas that I have. But planning is one thing, executing is another. So always be mindful of that. Planning is one thing, execution is another. And as long as we do it right... And we do it just and we do it fair. And as long as you are entertained, then that's all that really matters. That's all that really fucking matters. Because why else would you come to this podcast? (laughs) So, I am back in my studio closet, sort of. And now you don't have to hear some rumblings in the background which drove me up the fucking wall. And it's at the point now where I want to do more behind the microphone. Now that I'm auditioning more for voiceover. And now that I'm trying to work on my website, MikeGarciaVO.com. Ooh, that's a nice ring to it, don't you think? It's going to be some new stuff. And at this point, I just want to ensure that I can juggle every single thing and take my time on a case-by-case basis for the simple reason that if I do too much, too fast... It's going to be at the point where I'm going to get sick of doing the things that I love to do. And the last thing I want is for me to even step at the edge of burnout. Because for many people that don't know, burnout is a real thing. So as long as I'm having fun, continuing to talk what I want to talk about, and working, auditioning, website designing, maybe come up with a new gimmick. I want to say a new gimmick, but a new branding a new image, maybe a tagline. Everything is coming in due time. And chances are I'm going to link the podcast to that. So that's going to be really fun. But enough with that chit-chat. Let's get right down to business. Today on the episode of the podcast, we are going to review WandaVision. That's right. If you remember, and if you were there, January 15th were the two episodes of WandaVision only on Disney+. And I have some mixed feelings about it. But overall, it's optimistic and it's positive. Because, let's face it, 
I don't normally review shows on an episode-to-episode basis, but in this case, since the MCU has returned, I'm willing to make that exception. And we are going to talk a little bit, we are coming back, about Ray Fisher and his audio leak. Let's see how we go far with that. All that plus our supervillain quote of the day, but first, like we always do about this time, let's get the shoutouts out of the way, shall we? And today, I want to give the biggest shout-out because it is Martin Luther King Day. That's right. The pioneer himself, the person that incited change, the person that said, I have a dream for all men and all blacks and whites to be together. And whatever he said, I don't know. I wasn't there. Sue me. Whatever the case may be. No disrespect. No disrespect. I'm just paraphrasing here. But today is an important day for equality, even though it rarely exists, for everyone to be equal in some way, in all ways, shape and form. Martin Luther King Day, if you're celebrating it in some way you can, as long as you're safe about it and try not to take his words and twist them around to your own benefit or to your own merit, because we all know that doesn't fucking work. And of course, in a couple of days, the inauguration of our president-elect, Joe Biden. I rarely get political here. I rarely do. Because I don't follow politics. I mean, I do follow it. I'm just not emotionally invested into it. So, maybe you're a little bit turned off by this. But, like I said, I just wanted to give a shout-out to that. Today is a good day. And if it's not a good day, try to make it a good day as best you can. That's all we can really say. That's enough of the shout-outs since I've rambled on long enough. Let's go into our WandaVision review. The first two episodes. And that starts right in a bit. Once again, like anything else, we have some breaking news, breaking news going on in the world of Outside the Comics Volume 2, some breaking news. I hope I really am not offending anybody when I do that, even though it's my made-up accent. (laughs) But we have breaking news. We got a first teaser trailer of Kong vs. Godzilla, or Godzilla vs. Kong, whatever the fucking thing says, March 26th. On HBO Max and in theaters. Select theaters, of course. It's going to be a hell of a monster fight in this monsterverse. And I don't know. For some odd reason, I've always been fascinated of gigantic kaijus just fighting against each other. Even though I rarely see a lot of kaiju movies. And for those that don't know what kaiju means, it basically is Japanese for saying like giant monster. I think it's Japanese. I'm sure it's Japanese giant monster that's what it refers to as so when it's evolving a kaiju whether it's kong godzilla or mecha godzilla or a giant fucking serpent like leviathan or something or even i guess you can put dinosaurs but they're not like skyscraper type size so i would not really define dinosaurs as kaiju but still kaijus are fucking awesome And the fact that we are getting this monster versus this epic one-on-one battle between Godzilla and the King of the Apes himself, Kong, 
King Kong himself. Ooh, two kings facing off against each other. That's going to be fucking awesome. I just really hope that unlike Godzilla, that we're not going to have numerous people talking in the middle of the fights. Like, we're going to get fights. Just let them fight. Just, Just let us see the fucking fight. Don't switch off or cut away to a random woman talking or a guy talking and then do some speech where she claims that she knows the history about these creatures when she really fucking doesn't. Let's be honest here. Let's just stop that. Stop with that exposition bullshit in these random moments. If you're going to give us exposition, how about in the beginning of the movie or at the very, very end? Don't do it during the fight. Like, come on. Come on. Fucking hell. Anyway, I just... Whoa, I rendered off on a weird rant there. (laughs) But anyway... WandaVision review. First off, I want to say I am really happy that the MCU has returned. We went an entire year of 2020 without the anything about the MCU. After we had our beloved Spider-Man Far From Home at the end of 2019, 2020 was supposed to feature a lot of shows and movies, but with the coronavirus, coronavirus, that shit It has been on a loop-de-loop and everything continues to get postponed and all that bullshit. You pretty much already know where the history has been. And now that WandaVision has returned, or the MCU has returned with WandaVision only on Disney+, Plus, we have two episodes. And I believe this season is going to be either eight or nine episodes long. First two and then one every single week. Now, I can understand that a lot of people may be a little bit turned off by that because they're used to the Netflix thing where they're binging a lot of shows at once. Personally, I don't really have a problem with this. And the reason why is because we have lived a little bit of a lifestyle and have adapted to the idea that we're just not going to get movies every single week. And sometimes if it comes to a show or anything along those lines where we can look forward to one episode of a show that we're really interested in once a week, every Friday, no matter what, it makes us retain the information that much better. There's something about binging an entire show depending on how epic the show is, whether it's Daredevil, Jessica Jones, or Stranger Things, or Peaky Blinders, or whatever your favorite show might be from Netflix. There's something about us retaining the information that much more when we're watching a show on a weekly basis. But then again, it really depends on the individual. It depends on what you like. It's all subjective, and it is what it is. It is what it is, and we're seeing WandaVision. Now, for the first two episodes, what I like and what I don't like so far. I don't even know where I can get started with this. Okay, maybe there there is something that really stuck out to me the most. It makes me wonder how often people have watched sitcoms from the past, whether it's 50s, 60s, or 70s, and how much the laugh track is overly used for a situation that's supposed to be funny but wasn't really funny. And I think that is pretty much the most criticism that I can give from this entire thing. You see, there is a mindset that what we have when we watch 80s, 90s, and even early 2000s type shows like Full House, Family Matters, Friends, Everybody Loves Raymond, 
Seinfeld and all these other shows added together, the laugh track is there to make a situation funnier than what it is. But never, we don't have a laugh track. And I believe I watched this on YouTube at one point where Ross, Ross from Friends, there was a particular uh, scene where someone ate Ross's sandwich. And they the YouTube video did not have the edited laugh track in there. They basically took it out. And it was just so awkward. It almost felt like a horror film. And when they pause and the laugh track is inserted there, when they take it out, it really makes the scene a little bit more awkward than what it is. Now, in the second episode of WandaVision, this is where I'm alluding to or going into with that state of mind, they overused the laugh track a little bit too much. And I felt like that was a little bit of a downside with these episodes. The first episode was great. I loved the first episode. It was like a honeymooners or honey boomers or whatever you call that show from back in the day. I laughed so fucking hard. By the way, slight spoilers, by the way, just throwing that out there, slight spoilers. I laugh so fucking hard when Wanda is trying to prepare a meal for their guests arriving and in order for Vision to try to distract them, he sings out, you know, take out the papers and the trash. Dun 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 or you don't get no stinking cash. Dun 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 Yakity Yak. Don't go back. And I'm like, oh that that got me fucking dying. I was laughing for about a good two to three minutes. It was that funny to me. It really was. Maybe not to you, but it was that hilarious. So the first episode really kicked it off very well. The second episode, not so much. Because you then start to remember this does or is taking place in the MCU, which means some fuckery is going on. Someone is watching Wanda and Vision as a form of television, which we've already spoken about before in our preview episode. The question is, does Wanda know that? Is Wanda fully aware of what's going on or is she trapped in this mindset where she's controlling it or does she know that someone else is controlling it as well? There were sudden glimpse there were sudden glimpse that you had certain moments where Wanda knows that something is wrong. Something is wrong and something is not quite what it seems and then all of a sudden in the second episode at the very end you see a random guy come out with a weird symbol on his back he looks at them and she just yells out no and then all of a sudden everything rewinds itself and then the scene is completely renewed in terms of doing something else so I'm thinking to myself okay does Wanda know that she's in a weird state of mind does she know that something wrong is going on or does she not know and the person that is watching them basically is adhering to what she's doing does that make sense because there was a moment in the second episode as well where someone is on the radio saying Wanda 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 who's doing this to you Wanda Wanda who's doing this to you and I'm thinking to myself, huh, so she does know something is weird. She must have known. But at the same time, and this goes back to what I was saying, we really don't know what the hell is happening. We really don't. And 
it's always judged on a case-by-case, or in this case, episode-by-episode basis. It's one of the main reasons why I don't usually like to review a TV show until all of the episodes are in. But in this case, as I said, I'm making the exception because the MCU has gone away for so long and I find that I want something to talk about and there's nothing wrong with that. So with that being said, I love the first episode. I thought it was funny. It's fucking hilarious. I love the fact that they are aware that they do have superpowers, that they're not you know, they're not normal, but they try to fit in, especially with their neighbors like Agnes and these two couples or this one couple, the hearts or whatever the hell they are. By the way, great cast, by the way, just just great cast. And during those sitcoms, I always wonder how those actors were because you see them acting and they are over the top, but for some reason it's normal. It's normal for them to act like they are over the top in their delivery. Like, whoa, well, I better... Wanda, my lovely uh, wife, or whatever the hell he said. I don't know. I just found it interesting. Because I did not view it as an MCU show. I did not watch this even though it is an MCU show. I didn't view it as an MCU show, but I viewed it as a sitcom from the 50s or 60s, whenever this time period was, with Marvel characters in it. That's how I viewed it. And I think I enjoyed it more that way. And I believe you do too. I believe so. The second episode, it was a little bit of a lackluster because as I said, the laugh track was overdone. There were moments that wasn't really funny. I believe there were a couple of times where Wanda and this chick, and then she cut herself on her hand and the laugh track was going on behind the scenes and I'm like well not behind the scenes but in the background and I'm thinking to myself why the fuck is that funny how the fuck is that funny like I don't I don't get that that's probably my only negative of this entire thing and of course you know vision with him being an android and he can't eat and then he pretty much swallows or chewing gum and it messes up his insides and he's all loopy and drunk and he's not himself. Again, we're still early. We're still early in the first two episodes and I'm actually looking forward to see what the gigantic twist is. Is someone controlling things behind the scenes? Does Wanda know that she's being controlled or is this her powers like out of whack? Because at the end of the second episode, she basically changes everything in terms of everything is now colorful. And now we're in a new time period, maybe in the 70s or 80s now. So, I'm optimistic. I really am. I don't know if I can really judge these episodes on a score in terms of what I think the combination of the score is because it's too early. It's too early for me to even give it a score As I said, I love the first episode. Second episode, mm, it's getting there. It is getting there. It really is. But if I have to give a recommendation, give it a try. WandaVision on Disney Plus, give it a try and see what you think. I know some people are like, oh, I'll give it a 9 or an 8 or a 7. I'm not going to do any of that. I'm going to wait until all the episodes finish for the first season if there's going to be another season. And I will review it that way. But so far, I like it. I do like it. And that's all there is to it. 
I spoke on and on about WandaVision, but now let's get into the dreadness of the second piece of the podcast. Ray Fisher has now leaked an audio for an investigator. I believe he said this was around December of 2020, and he finally leaked it out now, which means he must have gotten permission to do that. Now, at first when I heard this, I was not convinced. The leaked audio was about 57 seconds long. And I understand a lot of people are tired of me, you know, bitching about Ray Fisher and complaining about Ray Fisher. And maybe you're the type of person that are, you're with Ray Fisher. I get that. But I'm trying to think about this from another perspective here. Because I'm trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. I really am. Even though I can't stand the guy, even though I still believe he is a diva, if this audio in a way shut everyone up then more power to him I just can't help but the timing of everything now as I just said maybe he finally got permission to do it maybe he finally got permission for you know someone to be like hey is it okay if I could release this audio now and I don't get ridiculed or I don't get sued for it and they probably were like yeah sure go ahead but I'm pretty sure he silenced a lot of naysayers, a part of me even, he silenced a lot of people with that leaked audio. And if you haven't heard the leaked audio, it was basically, in paraphrasing, it was basically like, I'm sorry that I was defensive, I'm sorry that I came off a certain way and the investigator was like, no, you were cooperative, you were this, you were that, you did everything right, you provided the names, um, you were, you, you led the investigation, not led the investigation, but you cooperated with the investigation, you did what was supposed to do, and that's all there is to it. Now, this is probably the conspiracy side of me thinking to myself, how do we really know that was the investigator? Well, you know what? No, I'm not even going to go into that deep waters. I really am not. Because another thing that I'm thinking about is, if Ray Fisher is lying... Warner Brothers would have sued him for slander. And I don't know if they're willing to take that opportunity as of yet. Because it's pretty clear that Ray Fisher videotapes and records all his phone calls. If that is the case, and there is truth to merit, and I said this before, if there is truth to merit in terms of what he says and what he thinks, then yeah, Warner Brothers or Warner Media did some shady shit. But once again, and I keep on saying this over and over, even if you have evidence or rarely evidence and you present it to everything, at the end of the day, Warner Media is still a powerful organization that you cannot really easily take down. Because I'm thinking to myself, I'm pretty sure many actors or many people in general that worked for the company has tried and failed. And let's say this goes to court. Let's say, for instance, this goes to court and he does have evidence. And maybe I am changing my tune a little bit. Maybe I was wrong about this whole thing and I should give him the benefit of the doubt, which I am now, even though a part of me is trying to back away from that. Maybe I am right now. I'm trying to give him the benefit of the doubt here. Let's say for some reason he does take this to court. He sues Warner Media for slander or whatever the case may be. I don't fucking know. I'm not a lawyer. I'm not a judge. I'm not anything. And there's only so much that he can do, right? Chances are Warner Media 
if there is some truth to merit, if there is evidence and powerful evidence against them, what are they going to do? They're going to con- they're going to set this into continuance. I watch Law and Order. I kind of know how this goes. There's going to be continuances. There's going to be numerous, numerous continuances. And what are they going to do? They're going to bleed him dry. And he's going to be responsible in, you know, with all of the lawyer fees and all the continuance fees and everything else. And that shit does, that shit is not cheap. That shit costs money. And with him being millions and millions of dollars down the drain because of that, it's, there's no point to it. There really isn't. And... uh, there's only so much that he can do. And on top of all of that, I think he came out with a saying, oh, if Zack Snyder uh, has a Justice League 2 movie coming up, I would love to come back to work with him. Even though the guy that you are slandering, Walter Hamada, the DC Films president, most likely is going to say, no, we're not going to deal with you because you're being too difficult as it is. There's only so much that you can go with that. So, there's really no point I'm trying to make of this, but just say, the drama continues. The drama continues. As I said before, if you stand with Ray Fisher, kudos. Great. Awesome. Me personally, I don't like the guy. I don't know him. I don't like him. And I don't have to be a fan of his for me to realize the whole situation of what's going on. As I said before... Maybe there was some shady shit that went on behind the scenes. How many times when you deal with actors or you listen to actors and their case-by-case basis on what goes on behind the scenes in terms of the studios or the companies they work for, that there weren't any shady shit? I mean, let's face it here. And look what happened. People move on. We move the fuck on. We dealt with what we dealt with. And we move the fuck on. And I'm sure a lot of people are like, well, Garcia, that's not fair because what if you were like this? Dude, I'm not making millions of dollars like him. Okay? I, granted, I do speak what I believe in, but there is a thing called stepping on people's toes or reading the room or doing something that can possibly destroy your entire career to the fact that you may never work again. Like, it's one thing to have freedom of speech. I get that. But it's another thing about having limits to what you can do. And if Ray Fisher truly believes that what he's doing is right and he's willing to give up his entire career just to pursue this, then hey, I'm just a spectator. I'm just a spectator that's just drawing his own opinion and his own conclusions. But I want to know what you think. Do you think that... He could possibly sue Warner Media. Do you think he can possibly take them down single-handedly? Good luck. Good fucking luck. Because what's going to happen is, if that's the case, there may be a settlement. You probably may get paid out of it. They're going to keep it in a hush-hush. You're going to sign a non-disclosure agreement. And then guess what happens? Guess what changes? Absolutely nothing. That's what's going to happen. And that's all there is to it. That's all we have for today on this episode of Outside the Cummings Volume 2 Podcast. Once again, guys, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for tuning in. We are on episode 96. Just four more until episode 100 where we are going to go out with the bang, not a whimper. 
Once again, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, if you agree with anything that I said, if you disagree with anything that I said, then you know how to get a hold of me. Go on Facebook. OTC Fanatics, that is our Facebook group where our people are growing. Even though it's small for right now, the community is growing. It is extending like never before. And if you want to get a hold of me directly, if you want to be a guest on the podcast, you can hit me up, Mike Garcia V. Oh, that's Mike Garcia VO. That is my screen name. That is where you can reach me. But you pretty much already know that. And before we end this off, let's go into our super villain quote of the day. And this one is from one of our favorite villains ourselves, the Joker. If you don't fight for what you want, don't cry for what you lost. The only thing I got to say about that is... That's pretty much self-explanatory right there. That is one of the most self-explanatory statements that you could ever have in your life. Just keep that in mind. Just just keep the Joker's words to heart. And maybe we can get through this 2021 with no problems whatsoever. Hopefully. Maybe. We'll see. Guys, tune in Thursday night where we will talk more on all the hilarious happenings in the world of comic book movies, news, games, shows, or whatever the case may be. And always remember, if you hear about it and you read about it, I talk about it. Controversial or otherwise. Stay safe. Till next time. I'm done. I'm through. Peace out.